Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everybody. I'm Christine Upchurch. I'm here uh, substituting for Pat, although there is no substitute for Dr. Pat, but I have the honor of filling in for her today. And I also have the pleasure of getting to chat with one of my favorite people in the world, Sabrina Fritz, but I'll introduce her in a few minutes. First, I want to say a proper hello to Benny. Good morning, Benny. Hi, good morning. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? Doing all right. Getting ready for the new year. It's Uh, right around the corner. Big plans? Do you have big plans? No, actually, I don't. I don't we know, can make plans. Ease my way into 2012. That's probably the better way to do with things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good idea. So, how was your Christmas with a couple of one-year-olds running around? Oh, almost one-year-olds. They were doing well. They had lots of. Uh, I think they had literally more fun with the boxes and wrapping paper, other than the gifts <laughs> themselves. And I explained it to them. I'm like, here it is, boys. Uh-huh. You 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 can't look so much into the gift itself. And they're just looking at me with these big doughy eyes. You know, like, right. okay, dad, right, whatever. Just give me the gift. And then next thing you know, they're in the boxes. They're underneath the paper, and they're all around. And we're like, yeah, just let them have fun. That's but great. that's how it should be, right? Absolutely. Good. And, you know, I've got an 11-year-old and a 17-year-old now, so it's a little different. Oh, they still it, act the same. Don't even. <laughs> but still, with my cat, I was like, oh, the box oh, yeah. is fabulous. Let's mm-hmm, play in the box. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it's funny because um, my kids still, you know, are really into Christmas. And it's a big deal. Although, I have to tell you that my 17-year-old, who's got a very dry sense of humor, said, well, I guess this is our last Christmas. <gasps> I'm like, Why? Why? Because next year's 2012, and the world's supposed to end on 1221. It's before Christmas. I think the spirit will still live. I think so, too. Good answer. I think so, too. And it's funny because um, now that 2011 is ending, Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about what 2011 has been like and where we're headed with 2012. And I really don't think we're heading to the end of the world, but I do believe that we are going through a transformation. And that's one of the things I'd like to talk to Sabrina about today. And, you know, when Pat asked me to host, um, you know, she said, Talk about whatever you want to talk about and have whomever on you want to have on. And I thought, great. And, and I said, what date were you thinking about? And um, Linda, the producer, said, well, she's thinking December 28th. And it's funny because this day would have been my parents' 61st wedding anniversary. Wow. And back in May, both of my parents passed away. Mm. And they passed away 16 days apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me of what I've been through in, in 2011. 2011 has been a year of letting go for me. And I know that across the planet, that's been true for many individuals, as well as sort of on a social and political basis as well. You know, governments are falling and transforming. Um, people are, are, are shifting in their relationships. People are losing jobs, having financial crises. We are going through a shift of sorts, and it has been a year of letting go. And what I want to talk about today is um, have a conversation about the benefits of letting go and what that can lead to. So I thought, you know, who better than my partner in crime, Sabrina Fritz, to chat with about. And I want to introduce Sabrina. She's calling from Colorado. Um, Sabrina is an intuitive life coach, 
She's a healer. I've worked with her in um, the healing realm for a number of years. We've traveled the world together, helping bring other people into their mastery as healers. And we also work together on a um, seminar called Authenticity Rising, where we're trying to empower others to step into their authentic selves. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Sabrina from her mountaintop in Colorado. Sabrina Fritz, welcome. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Survived the holidays. How about you, Sabrina? I survived as well. They're very nice. And Benny, it's wonderful to meet you. Sounds like your house was full of a lot of light and laughter for it, the holidays. It was, and actually we had to pretty much commute all around the Seattle area, three different houses. So uh, we got our fill that day, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, good for you. I just stayed nice, um, snuggled by my fire oh, on my mountaintop. <laughs> the Coloradoan way, right? <laughs> and I bet right. you had a white Christmas, didn't you, Sabrina? Yeah. Uh, we have over two feet of snow oh, on the goodness. ground currently. Can you, yeah. can you fly some of that up here for us? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've I got about trying. that much rain, I'm afraid. Right? Uh, <laughs> God help us. So, Sabrina, from your perspective, can you just summarize for us what 2011 has meant to perhaps you personally and then to people in general and the world? Well, for 2011, um, one of the things I noticed very early on, and Christine and I spoke about this, we had these conversations early on as we were noticing this and knowing that we weren't the only ones that were going through this, but it seemed that if something wasn't authentic, it was just naturally falling away. That is, unless if I grabbed or clinged on too tightly and was not willing to let go. Yeah, we <laughs> and do that sometimes, don't we? It got a little bumpy if um, I wasn't willing to just release that. And so that was interesting. That was, it was um, stronger and more palpable than I had noticed previously. Right. And, you know, as we've traveled the world and talked to many others, including, you know, many high-powered teachers in, in the field of healing and self-empowerment, We've been hearing a lot of the same thing, not only from, you know, the, the people who are just beginning to explore their spiritual side and, and they're, you know, trying to transform their lives, but people who've been in this for decades and are still being bit by this bug of, of change and transformation. Exactly. I found that extremely fascinating. Things that I thought I have eliminated and healed and worked through were surfacing and making itself very apparent. Oh, joy. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sabrina, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Because I know now that you work in, in self-empowerment and, and the healing realm, which is kind of an alternative area. But you don't come from such an alternative background, do you? Well, no. Actually, um, I had a career in human resources, human resources management, within a civil engineering and land surveying firm. I spent my career there for 13 years before I was fortunate enough to be able to leave in 2006. But I recognized that all those years and what would be considered a very analytical walking the line between the messenger, the mediator between upper management and ownership and the employees and being able to now see how fully that benefits people in their daily lives. So it was all a preparation, but definitely I was a paper pusher, <laughs> very type A control freak personality, in fact. So how did you get from point A to point B? How did you end up here? <laughs> well, um, I started on that spiritual path, like many people who thought there has to be something more to life than this, mm -hmm. than the daily grind, the stress, the 
frustration. You know, happiness on the surface, but not rich and deep and powerful happiness. And when you ask that question, sometimes you get the answer. And the more to life for me came after a rollover accident. That was my wake-up call. And I was led to do some healing work after that, and I had never been guided in that direction before, but the messages were very loud, very persistent. And then that's how I met you. So it served its purpose. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, you know, I, for those of you who haven't met me on air before, um, I come from a very mainstream background as well. I'm a former research statistician. So I, too, came into this realm sort of kicking and screaming. And here we are, uh, normal mainstream people who've become more alternative and that truly is the new mainstream, I believe. And I think that's where we're headed in 2012, don't you? Absolutely. I, I don't think we have a choice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming whether or not people are ready. And it's unfortunate for the ones that haven't really been on a spiritual path or really looked within. I feel like there's a lot of pain and uncertainty right. going on on the planet right now because we are... Whether we like it or not, the infrastructures are crumbling. They've served their purpose, and it's time for us to really create and focus on what it is that we want now instead. Right. And um, can you please share with our listeners what you used to tell people when you were in HR and they were being let go of their position? Well, I can tell you that when I was in HR, it, it actually served me quite well to have lost a job myself in my early 20s because my attitude... <laughs> I was um, feeling taken advantage of and that I wasn't being compensated fairly, and, and they fired me because my attitude went down drastically, uh-huh. which then led me into my career of human resources. So as I was preparing people, <laughs> notifying them of that termination, it was the biggest blessing that could ever happen in their life. You're, you're given a clean slate. No one is ever fired or even laid off that's really happy in their job. Uh-huh. That's the, That's your answer to your prayers right there. Right, right. Yeah, and it's it's like, um, you know, cancer was one of the best things that happened to me as well. So for those people who are in crisis, uh, you know, what was the, the, the translation for the Chinese word? Crisis means change and opportunity. So with the letting go, there is opportunity, right? More opportunity than we can even imagine because we become stagnant. We we basically continue to show up every day doing what we've been programmed to do, raised to provide for our family or whatever that is. And in doing so, we're often not looking at our heart and listening to our heart and following our heart. And instead, we're just doing what we're obligated to do. And so we don't make any shift or change until we're forced into that change. Right. I would have employees constantly complaining about their jobs but wouldn't look for a different job. Interesting. So sometimes we have to be forced into our changes. Oh, I've been forced into a lot. <laughs> I know you have, huh? I know, I know. And I'm sure many of our listeners have been as well. And it's hard when you're in the midst of it, isn't it, to, to recognize that um, there are gifts associated with it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to be going to break now. And when we come back... Uh, We'll be talking more with Sabrina Fritz about letting go into 2012.
The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information. Are you looking for that special gift that will uplift, inspire, and give a heart a voice to express itself? Let our 365 Messages of Gratitude box, diffused in English and French, connect you daily with the essence of gratitude. Open daily a message of gratitude and gracefully move through your day. Offer this gift of gratitude to a hostess, a teacher, a mentor, an elder, or anyone who inspires you to feel gratitude. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. That's explorationgratitude.com. If you've gone through a separation and feel disappointment, despair, loss of identity, and fear, there is a new pathway to joy for you. SoulWorks Coaching empowers you to go through this separation with soul and hope. So get ready to step into a new relationship with yourself and build a fabulous new life. Contact Monique today at 617-328-7113. That's 617-328-7113. And visit soulworkscoaching.com. Give yourself this gift of love today. What robs you of your energy and vitality? The weight gain that just won't go away? Toxicity, prolonged stress, or maybe a trauma from a car accident or fall that damaged your nervous system? Go to this website, bellevue.wellness1.net, to learn more about the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. They'll take time with a free consultation to evaluate the health problems affecting you. Get your health and energy back. Go to bellevue.wellness1.net. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. I'm Christine Upchurch, and we're chatting with Sabrina Fritz from Colorado. Hi, Sabrina. Hello, Christine. You know, we've been talking about um, how people have been forced to let go of, of various things in their lives, from relationships to jobs to even perceptions of self sometimes we have to let go of. What, what happens if people are faced with such a crisis where they're being forced to let go and they truly don't let go? Well, oftentimes, from my personal experience as well as the experience of many of my clients, when you're in that position and you, you're clinging on too tightly or not ready, oftentimes you will receive more powerful messages. And they usually come in the form of a physical manifestation right. of an illness or disease 
or pain. Yeah. And the healing practice, and I think you noticed this as well, healings happen on those spiritual, mental, emotional levels that allows the physical healing then to take place. Yes. Because indeed. those imbalances in those areas first. And in fact, every illness, every disease has a psychological, you know, a mental, a spiritual component. Um, you know, I certainly know that with my cancer, it served to put me on a new life path, and it made me face some things that I wasn't willing to face before. And, you know, I, I understand on a deep level that had I faced those issues earlier in my life, I would never have had to face cancer. And yet cancer was a blessing. It was a gift. So It was an opportunity. There we go. And that's what we have to look at those situations, those when we're afraid and feeling that fear, that is just opportunity to let go and allow something new to come into place. Yeah, so this concept of, of, of you know, facing the fear and viewing it as opportunity, how do people do that? Well, I know for me it's important to have a really connected network of people. Uh-huh. I have very close friends that I work situations out when I'm having that fear rising its little head at me. I also have internal support. It's important to connect within because if you do that more regularly, you will find all of your answers are always found within. Right. And some people may perceive that to be like um, their higher self. Some people might call it their guides. Um, You know, there's actually an energetic grid system. So it's, Whatever you call it, it's information, isn't it? You can just call it Bob. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) (laughs) And it is. It's all information, and and we have the support. And I can tell you from my past life of that type A career-minded woman that I wasn't looking for support outside myself. I felt like I had to figure it all out, and I felt very alone a lot. But when I started connecting within, I couldn't believe the wealth of information and support that was available. Right. It, it was something I had never experienced before. I think a lot of people are afraid to ask for help. I know with uh, men, the, the running joke is, you know, men don't like to ask for directions. Well, women are fine asking for directions. However, um, I think a lot of women, and there are a lot of men as well, don't feel comfortable asking another for help, even if it's from within. You know, it's like somehow I think we we think we're supposed to have it all worked out and be able to handle everything, control everything. Yeah, we perceive it as weakness when in actuality, and I've been learning this because I have not been open to receiving the majority of my life, and I am still actually continuing to work on that process. But it's a worthiness issue. Oftentimes we feel like we need to have it all figured out. We need to be the ones that are doing and not perceived as weakness, but in actuality, when you do ask for help, it's a sign of strength. Right. And you touched upon something that I think is um, so pervasive right now. Uh, I think a lot of people have worthiness issues, feel unworthy of the support you're just talking about, but um, love and the gifts that life has to offer. Well, I definitely had my share of worthiness issues. I was raised in Catholic school, so oh, yeah. that'll do it. <laughs> that was that was challenging for me, and 
I struggled for many years. It put me into abusive relationships because I had no self-worth, no self-esteem. Mm. And on the surface, I looked like I had I stepped into that false self that so many people are talking about today of showing the people the strong, smart, beautiful, empowered woman mm. when on the inside <laughs> I was a basket case. And I attracted abusive men because I didn't feel deserving of anything else. Right. So how did you shift that? Well, I finally had enough one day. (laughs) But in actuality, what happened for me, um, I was married and in an abusive relationship, and I was so empty on the inside. I was always looking for something on the outside. And so I had retail therapy and and alcohol therapy and found myself in AA and, and shortly after, a divorce situation uh-huh. with two young children. So, that was really scary, yeah, <laughs> very sure. scary. But I started through AA having a little bit of experience with a higher power and developing my spiritual path a little bit. People were gifting me with audio cassette tapes of chakras, and I was calling them chakras because I didn't <laughs> know how to pronounce it. <laughs> had never heard of this. But it was making that step to leave that abusive marriage actually gave me the strength and the courage to know that I wasn't alone, strange as that sounds. Wow. And it opened up the doorway. And when you start to dabble a little bit, you get those what I call glimpses of spiritual awakening. Right. But I was always pushing them under the rug, went back to my normal daily routine, and tell that rollover accident where there was no turning back at that point. Right, right. So, in other words, you had to walk through some of your fear in order to recognize how supported you really were. Absolutely. I mean, I knew early, I knew the day I was saying the vows that the marriage wasn't going to work out. Uh And within six months, definitely knew for sure. But it took me five years because of fear. Fear of doing it alone. Fear of trying to provide for my family alone. Fear, you name it, of being alone. (laughs) of not being loved, even though I wasn't loved the way I needed to be loved. So you not only survived, you're now thriving, correct? Absolutely. Now I'm in a marriage that just brings me so much joy. We've had 12 years recently we celebrated together. You know, I live on top of a mountain. I left my human resources career in 2006 and haven't turned back. I've been able to be here for my family and provide for them without the rat race that I didn't even know would exist. Wow. That just shows that um, when you follow that little inkling that you've got within, that, that, that urging, uh, and face some of the reality then uh, and walk through your fear, you can really transform your life. That's inspiring. You really can, absolutely, on so many levels. So we've been focusing on letting go and just like to ask you, what does it mean to truly let go? I mean, you, you talked about leaving a marriage, but you had been in uh, abusive relationship after abusive relationship. What does it mean to, to truly let go? Is it just about walking away? Well, it's not just about walking away, because if you don't make some changes, pretty soon you're going to be attracting the same situation, just in a different geographical location or a different job location, any of those things. I always tell people, you know, wherever you go, there you are. So there is some work that needs to be done to really look at yourself honestly and look at the life in front of you 
and say, okay, this is what I'm vibrationally aligned to, is the teachings of Abraham are so profound. And with that, you get the awareness of where you're at to allow yourself to start making more conscious choices to choose to feel good the majority of the time. And that's really the key, choosing to feel good the majority of the time. That sounds great. I think a lot of us can sign up for that one. Uh, it's really not that hard. <laughs> and you mentioned the Abraham teachings. Can you, you're talking about the Abraham Hicks teachings, is that right? Absolutely. Jerry and Esther Hicks, as Jerry just um, transitioned recently, but I owe him a lot of gratitude and appreciation for the role that he played in bringing their teachings to me because I know that I was manifesting, but not necessarily everything I wanted. Right. Their teachings helped me get clear on that. Yeah, well, I think we're all in the process of manifesting. It's just oftentimes we're doing it in a very unconscious manner. Yes, the people that are always feeling stuck in their lives, and I felt stuck for many years, it's because I was regurgitating what was over and over again. I didn't even think to look at any other possibility. Ah, so in the letting go, it allowed you to focus on a new possibility. Yes, and when you... You know, when you have that experience, say it's a negative experience or, you know, a displeasing experience. Uncomfortable experience. Uncomfortable experience. <laughs> Through that experience alone, you're creating the more pleasant experience, the more joy-filled experience that you want to create, even without even asking for it. How so? And the way to achieve that is to feel happy the majority of the time. Sounds easier said than done. How do you do it? It can be at times. It really can be. I often think about a toddler who is throwing a temper tantrum, and you want to divert their attention, distract them, because I'm not telling people to be happy about their current situation. Sometimes that's not possible, but you can find something to be happy about, even if it's just the fact that you're breathing in air, that you're still alive. Start there and build upon that. I love that analogy of the toddler having a tantrum. Boy, a lot of us are having tantrums right now. You are listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Christine Upchurch, and we're having a fascinating conversation with Sabrina Fritz. And we'll be back in just a few moments. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. Or visit us at maryjanemack.com. 
the Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Anne's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that you truly deserve. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. Hi, this is Christine Upchurch, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show on AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio. And we're chatting with Sabrina Fritz today. She's in Colorado, and we've been chatting about the process of letting go of the old as we ease our way into 2012. So, Sabrina, we were talking about letting go. What is the process of letting go? And how does one get through it? (laughs) Well, I find screaming really loudly and running sometimes works. You know, there's so many things, um, aspects to letting go, and you you touched on those earlier. Oftentimes, when it's illuminated and it's getting our attention, that's the opportunity to really look at it and decide, is this still serving me? Right. That can be relationships. That can be careers. That can be your family members. (laughs) You know, sometimes we have to really... Just pay attention to the information that's in front of us and try not to take it so personally. Mm. Now, that's easier said than done. Right. So treating it like it's just information and not something that we have to stew about. Exactly. 
and like I am admitting that's easier said than done. This is something I've been working on this year in 2011. When something is getting my attention, it's being illuminated. Something I already thought I already took care of, right. and it's coming again. <laughs> it's like, okay, what's this about? When I take the step back and I get the broader perspective, I can see more information. And I'm not taking it as personally so I can hear the messages or feel the messages. Or if I was clairvoyant, I would be seeing the messages. Right. And it's just that opportunity to step back, get a little time out, a new perspective, and be able to proceed with the information in front of you. So we're talking about detachment of sorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never attach to anything these days. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of attachment to having chocolate these days, but you know that—that's that, a whole other story. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I think that playing that role of observer can come fairly naturally for those of us who've been doing it for a long time, and for others, it can be a little difficult. You know, taking that step back, detaching, and thinking, "Oh my gosh!" Now here I am doing the same old, same old, reacting in the same way, and. You know, isn't this interesting? Oh, you know, and, and sort of being the observer, watching ourselves, being that toddler who is having the tantrum, as you were talking about before, and making a decision based on that. So that, that first step of detaching and, and perceiving it as information seems really important. Yes, it's very important. It's critical. Um, otherwise, you're going to feel like you're in the agitation cycle in your washing machine and you're getting beat up pretty <laughs> Badly. It doesn't feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? Once you've perceived the information, you've had something illuminated for you, for yourself, you've taken a step back to sort of detach and just, you know, evaluate the information, what do you do next? Well, for me, I find it extremely beneficial to um, nurture myself, to do something to feel good. You know, if it's a hot bath, if it's reading a book, if it's going on a walk out in nature, something that's just for my own personal well-being and joy. Self-care. Self-care. A lot of us forget about that these days. Many of us do, and I still do. And I, you know, I, I'm just trying my best every day. But it is invaluable when we take that time to nurture ourselves. Recently, information that flowed for me was, Self-care or nurturing yourself is singing a love song to your soul. Ah. Ah. And we need to be more loving to ourselves. Yes. Otherwise, we get really mean and nasty, and we're out there in the world, and, and we're perpetuating that just because we haven't taken care of ourselves, and we're depleted. That makes sense. And really, when we're talking about being kind to our souls, we're talking about um, really expressing our souls through our personalities, correct? It's the wonderful thing that we all have such a unique personality and perspective. It allows us to fully express ourselves, and that's being authentic. I can't tell you how many times I've had to be somebody else because of the audience in front of me, and it's not comfortable. Right. And um, I know that you've been stepping out of that and stepping into your authenticity, and I, I know that you know, you're one to bear your tattoos these days, aren't you? <laughs> yes, actually. I, it's an interesting dynamic considering many professional speakers 
and people that coach professional speakers will tell somebody with body art or tattoos to cover that up, that it's not appropriate. And being in human resources for as many years, I had that same mentality at some point, but I was, you know, (laughs) leading the edge, um, one of the early corporate women to sport tattoos, Uh but my husband is a tattoo artist, so that makes sense. And you've got some amazing tattoos. Thank you, yes. (laughs) And now I I freely show them off as much as possible. I still wear clothes, but... (laughs) (laughs) You mean you're not completely authentic then? No, I'm not going there. That's that's just not happening. (laughs) Not fully an exhibitionist. But I found that, for me, working with so many people out in the public and teaching people from stage, they would meet one person who was wearing a nice conservative jacket, nothing was showing, and then the next time they saw me would might be the summertime or where I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, and they uh-huh. could start seeing some of my tattoos, and they, they would look at me like, wow. And I realized it was breaking down barriers, too. Yes. Because a lot indeed. of people do have belief systems, and that's one of the things that I've had to let go of a lot was the belief systems that I had. And I, I know that I personally have had to let go of the fear associated with other people's belief systems and their judgment of me. Um, You know, as a former statistician, somebody in the mainstream, just like you were, having moved into this alternative realm, took a lot of guts on some level because I thought, you know, first of all, I was was drawn to healing and drawn to self-empowerment and transformation. And so I knew that my soul was saying, yes, express yourself down this path. And yet I had all these friends and colleagues who were looking at me cross-eyed like, what? You know, you, you're not doing something grounded like statistics. You're doing something woo-woo like healing. And so have, having to let go of other people's judgment, not caring about that, detaching from that um, has been an important step for me. So, That's so important. Yeah. And we do get judged, don't we? And by ourselves oh, more yes. than anyone, actually. Right. You know, letting go of our own self-judgment. Yes. That's critical as well. Um, We tend to have a certain belief of who we are because we've been playing that role that's been expected of us. Yes. And, you know, oftentimes I think we're disconnected from what our soul wants. And um, I was talking to Gary Zukov um, a couple of months ago, and we were chatting about various things relating to authenticity because that's one of his passions he says that authenticity is um, your personality aligning with your soul, which I think is so profound. And yet so many of us have all these fears that prevent us from doing exactly that. Well, there's definitely a lot of fear with that because we're always concerned if someone's going to like us, if we're going to be rejected, right. if we're going to be seen as crazy. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing today. This was not on my 10-year plan in corporate America. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you and me both. Exactly. But when you realize, when you have to follow your heart, otherwise it really hurts, and you're in that pain, Mm -hmm. and then you start to follow your heart, you're going to find so much support available to you that you never experienced before, that you never even thought was possible. Right. And that is truly amazing. So it sounds like there, there needs to be an aspect of trust in 
walking through the fear, right? Absolutely. You know, that big thing they always want to say, let go and trust, let go and trust. And mm-hmm. I was, that irritated me so much. Because <laughs> I, I didn't understand the concept of that. It right. was foreign to me. But I found that if I let go of a little something, it was easier to let go of a little bit bigger something. Mm-hmm. And I saw the benefits that right. came in from doing that. They were undeniable. So, Sabrina, you're going to be heading to Seattle in January. Can you tell our listeners a little about that? Well, I really love Seattle in January. (laughs) (laughs) You're twisted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going there to play with you, of course. We're going to put on our first ever day-long Authenticity Rising seminar. With Christine and I have been guided as we're learning the ropes in our own lives that we want to help others step more fully into their authentic self. So we get to play for a full day at East West Bookshop on Sunday, January 29th. Yeah, and it'll be fun. And, you know, Sabrina and I did a two-hour presentation at my center, Northwest Reconnected Healing Center, um, what is it, a month or two ago, Sabrina? And we got such positive feedback. And Sabrina and I had fun, and we're going to have a blast, I think. Well, and that's the key is having fun. You know, we have to learn to laugh at ourselves, not take ourselves so seriously. And I learned long ago that my motto in life changed from it used to be, let's get everything done, then we'll have fun. Uh Now it's play and have fun, everything gets done. That's a great motto. And with that, we're going to head to break. This is Christine Upchurch, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We all want deeper, more intimate relationships. But how do we create successful relationships and maintain strong connections? Peter Kane has some real answers. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is one of the original breath workers and relationship trainers with over 30 years experience. Breathe, relax, or create intimacy and keep it thriving. Visit PeterKane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You too can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at RonnieDeLuceOnRadio.com and visit MVHolisticRetreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Psychic Dougal Fraser, the queer guy with a third eye. One of the country's most popular psychics joins Transformation Talk Radio with, with, with a call-in advice show that will provide insights and information on creating your best life. You, you've seen him on The Real Housewives of Orange County, Dancing with the Stars, and so much more. From gurus to gossip, meditation to martinis, The Dougal Fraser Show will both inspire and crack you up with laughter. Tune in every Tuesday at 10. It's The Dougal Fraser Show. I was dealing with anxiety and depression and nothing seemed to help me then i started to work with dr schaub's breakthrough program in just a few sessions he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges as a result i feel more centered and confident than ever before and now i have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey 
Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you hear voices? Do you see and know? Are you fascinated by the discussions about spirituality? Are you trying to connect with your own true self, your inner calling and your transformation, but need some assistance on your path? Meet Natalie, spiritual teacher and guide, happy to empower you to truly get to know, be and love yourself so you can experience true happiness and freedom. Contact Natalie at natalieathealingisis.com or Facebook Natalie. Welcome back. I'm Christine Upchurch, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. And we've been chatting with Sabrina Fritz in Colorado and chatting about this process of letting go. And Sabrina, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about recently has been, isn't it possible for somebody to let go of a situation but not to truly let go? I mean, keep their foot daggling into their <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kind of let go, but I'm not ready to. Absolutely. I mean, there's... That's what I feel like is happening for so many of us that have felt like they have let go. Uh-huh. Right now, with everything being illuminated, we're finding out, ooh, there's still a little residue there, you know, a little, little more. And it's the final push, it seems to be, getting our attention so that we can once and for all release it. Right. And then, of course, just because somebody walks away from something, be it a relationship or a job, doesn't mean that they've emotionally let go. No, absolutely. And sometimes it takes a little while to find that healing place again where they feel more whole and complete. And my advice is tune into your intuition. Find playful ways to do that. For me, I found um, oracle cards. I particularly enjoy Doreen Virtue's various ones. Right. It helped confirm I wasn't alone and I was being supported. And when we're not ready to completely let go, especially like the loss, like the loss of your parents, where you didn't have a choice, it just yes. happened. Right. It's uh, sometimes our letting go is forced upon us, absolutely through death or, you know, relationship. Somebody leaves somebody else, or um, in a job when you get fired, you know, you you have no choice. And then other times we're making choices based on what's coming up within us to let go or not, and. Um, you know, I've, I've got a dear friend who um, has been having lots of issues come up relating to her family, you know, the family she grew up with. She's an adult, and she's thought about moving away and creating the physical distance, and it seems that um, the physical distance is probably the least important th- part of letting go, isn't it? Oh, absolutely it is, and that's why I say earlier, wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to take the baggage with you, so to speak, unless if you do something to clear your clutter. And I'm a big fan of clearing clutter, Right. by the way. <laughs> but it's an emotional letting go is more powerful than the actual physical letting go. Right. The mental attachment, the emotional attachment. And that's oftentimes even the harder one. 
so to work the... on. So there are ways to do it. Again, it's it's about finding more joy in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. What are the gifts of letting go? I mean, let's say somebody is letting go of a job that they've had for 20 years, and they, they're doing it by choice because it no longer resonates with who they are, and they're taking that leap, and they're walking through fear. What are the gifts that can come out on the other side of letting go? Well, the gifts can be, like I had said, unimaginable, things that you didn't even think possible. When I knew it was time to leave my career in human resources, my husband's business tripled. Wow. The financial support came in its place. I never expected that. I thought I was going to have to develop a full-time healing practice. So this allowed me to then have the gift of doing virtual academy with my youngest daughter, something I didn't have available to me with my two older children. Right. So you homeschool your daughter then? Yes. <laughs> and that, that was one of those messages I was getting and I was not aligned to. And then the gifts that came about have been tremendous. And we've done this now for, this is our fifth year of doing virtual academy. And it is so easy. I never even thought this would be possible. Right. And I thought I was going to have to figure out the curriculum, <laughs> work at it, you know. No, it sure. doesn't have to be that hard. And I like your motto, it doesn't have to be that hard, because you say that sort of thing a lot. Um, tell us a little bit more about your perspective on ease versus struggle and, and letting go and creating something new. Well, oftentimes when we're struggling, it hurts. <laughs> we have pain somewhere, emotional or physical, and we get beat up a little bit. When we get into that place of actually letting go, we find more comfort. For me, I found that if I was focusing my attention or awareness on something, a project, and it wasn't going smoothly, it was really challenging, it was time to back up and reassess, take a time out, not go that direction for now, because there is a kinder, gentler way through life. Now, that's completely counterintuitive to how I was. I used to force my way through situations. I used to force situations to happen. And we've all learned about the work ethic and, and, you know, pushing to make things happen and overcoming obstacles. And yet it doesn't have to be so hard, does it? No, it doesn't. And I'm not saying it's going to be so easy that, you know, I'm going to wave a magic wand and, and everything is going to be perfect in my life. But it can be easier than what it currently is. If you're struggling with anything, again, that's just information. Back up from it, take a look at it, reassess, and then approach with caution. (laughs) Line up to it again. So in terms of letting go, letting go of things that don't serve us, you're talking about the, the potential gifts. It seems to me that we will often get to a stage with letting go where we're almost in this abyss where we don't know where we're going, we don't know what we're creating, and yet it is really frightening, and yet at the same time, there's so much opportunity there to create because we, we have not defined it yet. Um, what well, is so it you much, want to create in 2012? I was just going to say that so much does seem undefined right now, and that's why we are seeing the infrastructures crumbling around us. So for me, you know, what I want to create, I know I'm more powerful and more helpful to others if I create alignment for myself first. 
I'm not going to go out and try to save anyone else. I'm going to work on me first because mm-hmm. when I do that, then I'm able to provide information or share advice or healing or whatever. I can reach other people. So for what me, what I want to create in 2012 is making sure I take care of myself first. Ah, that sounds kind of selfish, I know. Yeah, but as the Abraham Hicks teachings talk about, that selfishness is what allows us to create joy and, and bliss on this planet. Exactly, and that's what allows me, when I'm on my mountaintop, connected with nature, with my family, that's the state of alignment for me where I am most beneficial for others. So, Sabrina, I can then help. Sabrina, how do people reach you there on your mountaintop? Well, it's really hard to get to me. <laughs> we actually have this name called Internet up here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not completely isolated here at 10,000 feet, but I'm close. So... My website is simply-sabrina.com. They can find me on Facebook as well. Sabrina Fritz. I have an unusual spelling for my last name. It's F-R-I-T-T-S. But now I found that that was gifted to me by my husband because now I'm branded. Nobody else has that name. That's great. (laughs) So simply-sabrina.com with a a hyphen between simply and Sabrina. Correct. And Sabrina Fritz, F-R-I-T-T-S. That's great, Sabrina. And you're going to be joining me in Seattle for I can't um, wait. G- on January 29th at East West Bookshop. And we're going to be presenting uh, Authenticity Rising, our, our premiere of our seminar that we created together there in Colorado and, and here in Seattle as well. And it's going to be fun. And we're going to talk about our process. And we've we actually got a step-by-step process. Uh, uh, you know, we're em- employing our linear minds, but we're also going to stay present with Uh, the process, and lead people into their authenticity and have fun in the process. Uh, If you want to reach me, you can find me on my website, including this event that we're talking about at cuhealing.com. That's the letter C for Christine, the letter U for Upchurch, healing.com, cuhealing.com. So, Sabrina, one last word for our listeners. Joy. Life that. is all about the joy. And when we remember that, we're going to find the process of letting go and stepping into our authenticity a lot more easier and gentler. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for joining us. I want to thank Dr. Pat for allowing me to guest host today, Benny for helping out doing his thing. And, you know, to everyone who's listening right now, I'd like to wish you a uh, a happy and transformational 2012. We're all in this together. Let's create something wonderful.